welcome back to the Resilience Institute podcast today for episode 20. Today, we're going to get straight into it because I'm actually back in a routine and I don't need to apologize for being absent again, but I will use this extra 15 seconds just to ask if you're feeling nice and want to help me at all, it would be awesome if you could give the show a five-star rating either on Apple or Spotify or whatever one you're using. Um, It helps a heap. And if you do love the episodes, maybe share them with a friend or family member or even chuck it up on your Insta story and tag me and I'll give it a share. So again, thank you. Any help is always highly appreciated and I appreciate all the support and and engagement and stuff from you guys. Um, So today, readiness, um, which is basically the ability to know and assess your recovery levels and whether or not you should take a day off or train and i.e. how ready you are. So firstly, I want to give a disclaimer that Some of my best sessions have come when I felt really tired and I couldn't be bothered to go train, but I knew I had to go or else I'd regret it later. Um, And then again, some of my worst sessions have come where I've woke up feeling 10 out of 10, had heaps of sleep, thinking I was going to PB and felt like a king. And then I get in and I have a shit session. So, and I tell you that, so you know, it's not gospel and there's no hard or fast rule to knowing if you're going to have a good session or not. But there are some questions you can ask yourself and things to consider when it comes to weighing up whether or not you should train. So you shouldn't be consistently stiff, sore and drained. Like, yes, there may be days after a hard session or a poor sleep or you're stressed or you haven't eaten your normal food, but it shouldn't be a regular thing at all. And if if it is, your program will, is probably isn't right. Your recovery may not be prioritized properly. And there may be other factors you need to weigh up. And that's where you can consider getting professional help, wink, wink, um, to actually assess everything and, and ensure you're on the right path to success for your goals. But assuming you have a decent program, it's aimed to your goals, your capacity, um, your recovery is generally good, you're eating enough and you're focused on those foundational aspects, then the following questions and things to think about can be beneficial to consider each day as to how well you're recovered and how ready you are to train. And with these questions, as you'll see, they are just designed to get you thinking each day about how well you actually feel. Um, If I was tracking them as your coach, I would be using them to see trends in your recovery and performance and and possibly how easy or hard the training program is for you and and to make ongoing adjustments on the fly. But for you as a solo athlete, these can be useful to make your, you more mindful and, and self-aware of how your recovery is and if you need to maybe have a rest day or um, eat some food or, and push that session till tomorrow. And you yourself can also use this to monitor your training and recovery over weeks and months too. Like if you're consistently answering or or telling yourself um, low numbers in terms of like, if we say out of 10, how well did you sleep or something? Um, you, you, it's easier for you to make changes and then correct your path when it needs it, needs it rather than a lot of people will just mindlessly train and, and eat and sleep on repeat. And then four months goes by, you've made no progress. You're always stiff and sore and you're there four months later, upset, wondering why. So um, the the next few things um, will be important for that. So number one, how well did I sleep last night? And this may be a common sense one, but was your sleep restful, satisfying and relaxing? And, And think about how many hours did you get? So if you had under six hours, the research says that 
things like your perceived exertion will be higher. So i.e. how hard you feel in exercise is. Um, you'll be more likely to injure yourself. Your peak strength will be decreased. Your time to physical exhaustion actually drops by up to about 30%. Um, your vertical jump height decreases, peak running speed decreases. So sleep has such an impact on not only performance, but injury risk um, and, and how hard things feel. So and as I said, like, it's not that you can't train. Like, yes, you may decide to rest and push your session to the next day. But if you still if you still have the motivation to train, this is just handy to be considering. Um, and it's something to consider when you're on the way to your session. Like, maybe you do an extended warm-up or you consider your RPEs a little bit more. So if you did 100 kilos last week at an RPE 7, today it might only be 85 or 90 kilos at an RPE 7. So... You want to you want to consider that, but and it's handy to know. So, a you don't freak out when you're weaker because you most likely will be, and you don't freak out and think anything bad and overthink it. And b you don't try to push yourself to what you were doing last week and it be an RPE ten, and then you drain yourself even more and you get in this vicious cycle and you you because you're training to complete failure and you're potentially increasing your injury risk at the same time. So. Um, it's just something to be aware of and consistently ask yourself and think about. Number two, what is my mood like today? So good mood and elevated mood comes from serotonin. So it's a feel-good neurotransmitter chemical. Um, And there is research and emerging studies and stuff that show when the central nervous system is fatigued or depleted, um, you get a drop... um, in these feel-good chemicals, so in serotonin and stuff. So, um, and these are the neurotransmitters that are based and improve your mood. So it may explain why when someone is beat up from training or has, um, has been training extremely hard, uh, they may be miserable, irritable, um, grumpy. They may not feel energetic or switched on cognitively. And yes, you're going to say, well, I, I could be grumpy if I'm tired or I haven't eaten or whatever. But if you have had a great sleep, you are fully fed and your mood is still down, this could be why. And no, it's not always going to be the exact reason why, but at least you're now considering this on a day-to-day basis, like what your mood is, and you can think of why your mood may be down. And then now you're active in the process of figuring out why you feel the way you do. Uh, number three, so how does my body feel and how sore are my muscles? And this one is just a common sense one, like if your muscles are extremely sore, like you can't walk, can't move your arms, um, your body feels weak in inverted commas, it might be your body telling you you're not quite ready to go smash a, smash a session uh, and you should probably take a rest or it might just, it, you just are sore and, and um, from the training you've been doing. And obviously your program should be designed so that you're not hitting the same muscle um, with a lot of volume two days in a row. So and the next time you've planned to train that muscle, your muscle should be recovered to baseline strength and not feel any soreness. So just keep in the back of your mind, like a little bit of soreness is fine, but if you're um, extremely sore or consistently sore, it's probably something to start thinking about. Uh, Number four, how motivated am I to train today out of 10? And and this one ties in closely to the mood question. Um, But sometimes you'll be in a good mood with everything except for training. And as I said at the start, like the body is not perfect. It's not a machine that just spits out perfect numbers like an algorithm and you can know exactly when to do something or like you won't know exactly when to rest or train or whatever. 
And these are all designed to make you self-aware over the long term to how you're regularly feeling. And in the short term, like if you're less than a four or five, you're most likely not recovered. Um, you should probably consider having a day off and pushing it to tomorrow. Like when you are not motivated, it, it's your body's in a um, in a stress state, um, in that fight or flight state. So it means it's probably like overwhelmed. Um, and you're probably, it's probably not the best time to go and train because you're going to probably make things worse. Um, and like I said at the beginning, again, there may be times where you're going to be disciplined or want to be disciplined and still train, but you're, you're able to then be self-aware and make changes where necessary, which is, I think, awesome. But also you need to consider if you're regularly under a five, um, then it means you're either A, not doing a program you like because you're not motivated and you don't want to go do it, and that's a whole other story, or B, you're just not resting, um, eating well enough, and or your um, training's too hard or your program's not right or you're not able to recover day-to-day or you may be stressed, like I was saying, you're in that fight-or-flight state, um, and that's where like the serotonin and stuff drops and you get into that poor grumpy mood and, and, and demotivated mood. So again, not gospel, but it can be a good indicator when you put it together with everything else. So that's it for today. Um, the idea of this is just to start to be a little bit more self-aware of how you're regularly feeling um, and considering these four things. And then you might actually stop feeling stiff and sore all the time. You might actually start to make regular progress without always having niggles and aches and pains. So if you have any questions about today's episode, remember my DMs are always open. Um, If you have any topics in particular you want to learn on here, again, my DMs are always open. And if you want to have a chat about me coaching you um, and helping you navigate through this and make a plan that's spot on for you, my DMs are always open. So until next time, hate us.